if Google could talk to you, right, after what we search, isn't that funny? I was thinking, that's how, you know, when I search things, it's like, how cook ham? How cook turkey? How much pounds for blah, blah, blah? You know, that's how I talk to Google. If Google could talk back to us, like, what would Google say to you? You know, mine would probably say something like, don't you know all the restaurants already by heart? <laughs> don't you have their phone number and your contacts? Only Hilo rice noodle, you know, by heart. You know, like we have all these things. Like, what would my Google say to me? But Merry Christmas, everyone. Thank you. Merry Christmas. I love the Christmas season. I get all excited, you know. I mean, obviously, I told you guys a couple months ago that I already had my tree up. That's how excited I get. But I love the Christmas season. Like, I get so excited. I start preparing. I start planning. And then, you know, I start putting up my tree early. But some of you are like, ugh. But don't act because you football fans, okay? When football season is starting, you know what I mean? You guys are like getting your fantasy football teams together. You guys are like... Okay, now, whose house, where are we going to watch the opening, you know, opening season at? And so, we have, like, music. All right. What's going on right now? That's Christmas. That's not even uh, Christmas music. Uh, excuse me. Uh, excuse me. Just one more. Uh, excuse me. Uh. <laughs> Officer Rabutan. Uh, I had on call last night, and uh, they said we'll come here this morning to check up on the peoples, make sure everything is all good. So, uh, you are good? What is your name? Uh, Officer Joseph Malolo Rabutan. What is your badge number? Zero. <laughs> uh, where were you on the whereabouts of August 2000? Just 2000. Oh, um. Okay, you in pause. She in pause. <laughs> I understand that today you are talking about our gift and yes. you said it was free. Yes. Okay, nothing is free, lady. Nothing is free. Okay. A couple things, yeah, I noticed uh, just scouting the parameters. Yeah. A couple things I was noticing. Oh, okay. Like, sorry, what? i just letting you know. Oh, okay. I noticed a couple things. Oh, okay. Surrounding the perimeter. You look guilty. She looks guilty. Okay. <laughs> uh, what do you think about that? About what? Yeah, she don't know. <laughs> I'm cracking this case wide open right now. <laughs> so, uh, your siblings? Yes. <laughs> I knew it. Yep, she said yes. About the siblings. Okay. I have two brothers, one oh, sister. Oh, that's confession I... right there. Oh, okay. She confessed siblings oh, what is this about like what's going on you cannot you cannot ruin the investigation okay, you okay. cannot just step in okay all right okay. as i answer my questions oh, okay okay sorry that's right ma'am by the way uh my boss sent me who's your boss her name is mcbrainy <laughs> she couldn't come because uh she was uh doing something else McBrainy, yeah, huh? Yeah, so, uh, anyway. You sure? Yeah. Okay. Oh, okay, right. thank you. Yeah. That, I can continue? Hold on. 
Oh, FYI. Just one more thing. I'll see you next time. <laughs> I just caught the perimeters. Be safe, eh? Hey. <laughs> Merry Christmas, everybody. Carry All right. On. Merry Christmas. Yeah. Officer, I forget his name already. Yeah, thank you, sir. I think that lady guilty. Wait guilty. till I talk to you. That'll be an interesting conversation. Okay, where was I? Um, okay, so when we get excited, <laughs> reset, cat, reset. Lord, help me. I need you right now. Reset. Okay, so when we get ready for the football season, fans, you guys get excited. You guys get all pumped up. And then when football season, after the Super Bowl, it's like a, now what we're going to do until next season, right? You know, for fishermen, the Ulua tournament is coming up. Ooh, you guys start looking, taking your poles out, figuring out which one, going back to the store, getting stocked up. You guys get excited for these seasons, you know? For some, it's a merry monarch, you know, that one time a year, you know, when they get prepared, they practice, they buy the big flowers for the hair, you know? I mean, people get prepared for these seasons in their lives. For kids, it's like summer. Ooh, cannot wait till summer comes around. They get excited, and then it ends, and then it's... What are we going to do? Wait for the next year. Why? Because it's a celebration. You know, it's something that you celebrate. But for us, our true celebration is this season right now, Christmas. And for some of us, Christmas, before coming to know the Lord, you know, Christmas was what? Expensive, stressful, lonely. It wasn't, you know, full of joy. It was busy, you know, trying to just get through just to get through the season. You know, before falling in love with Jesus, my Christmas was all those things, you know? It was just like, oh, man, I have four kids. Expensive. There's a lot of events and Christmas parties and this and that. Busy. I just want to go to the store at 7 in the morning, and there's a ton of cars already in the parking lot. What is happening? I just want to go and buy eggs, and there's people all in the store already. What is happening? Stressful. Stressful is when I had to think back then, like, man, I had to choose between paying which bill am I going to pay because I want to buy Christmas gifts. Maybe you're, you're single. Maybe you just loved a, lost a loved one. So this Christmas, it's lonely. So when we focus on, on the things, other things besides what Christmas is about, like the video said, the lady was like, so Jesus. Yeah, Christmas is about the gift of Jesus. You know, I used to focus on all the wrong things. And I had good intentions, right? Of, I want to get my kids whatever they want, you know, and I want to make them happy. And I want to make it happy for Christmas. But I wasn't doing them any good or myself any good for focusing on, on the wrong things. And sometimes even as Christians today, we forget. We get distracted by how many gifts are under the tree, how many cookies I got to bake, who am I baking for, who's on my list. Did I even make a list? I didn't put them on my list. Oh, my goodness, the neighbors dropped off a gift the day of Christmas. Who does that? Now they're going to look at me like, oh, you didn't get me anything. Oh, I forgot so-and-so. You know what I mean? It's, we get distracted by stuff. You, you volunteered me to, to what? To host a Christmas dinner and I got to 
cook a 20 pound turkey now is like, ah. You know, we get distracted. It's so easy to get caught up in to get caught up in it all. So let's talk about gifts. This gift, Jesus. I mean, he is literally God's gift to mankind. Remember that saying, who do you think you are? God's gift. Imagine Jesus. <laughs> I just had a funny thought. Imagine Jesus sitting around the table with his disciples. They're all joking around, right? Because they know him. They're his friends, right? So what, Jesus? Who do you think you? God's gift. And Jesus is like, uh-huh. Yeah, I never heard that one. Very funny, Judas. Very funny. <laughs> but seriously, God created us to have a relationship with him. We as humans mess it all up with our humanness. And now he has to do something or we will perish forever. So he sends his son. He sends his son to die for our sins as a sacrifice so that we are made new, so that we are cleansed. So we can have life eternal with our father. He gave his son. He didn't sell, rent, loan. He gave a free gift. And that's our first point this morning, is that salvation is a free gift. Free. Sounds too good to be true. Free. You don't have to work for it. Seems unreal. Why? Because we're suspicious. Why? Maybe because we've been hurt in the past. Why? There's so much scams out there, right? Everybody wants something from you. Nothing is free. There's no such thing as free, you know? It's free. It's free. Call now, and you can have another thing for free. It's free. Absolutely free. Some restrictions may apply. See store for details. Or free shipping. Free shipping. Free shipping. Free shipping. Oh, you live Hawaii? <laughs> Right? It cost more than what I was buying. One time I was trying to buy something and it was like $12.99. The shipping was $29.99. And I was like, um, yeah, no, I don't think so. One time, I used to work for a radio station and we were doing a promotion with this new water company. And I don't know if you guys remember back in like 96 or 97, out in Pune, there was this massive drought. Massive drought, no water. People's water catchment was running out of water. And people were like buying from big tr trucks would haul water to fill their tanks. That's how bad it was. So anyway, during that time, this guy who was a new bottle, bottled water wasn't as big as it is today. And so um, he wanted to give and help out the people of Pune and give away free Water. Imagine to people going through a drought who have no water, free water. And so we did this thing, and <laughs> I'll never forget this. I remember this like it was yesterday. We're out there giving away free water. We're, we're on the radio. Because the guy was like, if I go out there and stand with a sign saying free water, people are going to be, what, suspicious, right? Like, who's this guy? Is his water poisoned? Why is he doing it? What does he want? So he feels like if he partners with a radio station, that it'll be more legit, that more, like, everybody will come. You would not believe how many people were suspicious and did not want free water, although they were on their way to the store to buy water or order water. Like, we're, like, saying free water, it's free. People would drive up, and they'd be like, what are you guys doing over here? We're like, oh, we're giving away free water because of the drought. And they're like, why? And I was like, because there's a drought 
you need water? Here, water. Let me fill up your, your buckets, your, your whatever. Bring it. And they're just like, no, no, thank you. And they drove away. And I was like, what just happened? <laughs> We're giving away free water. And other people would drive up and they'd be like, it's free. And I was like, yeah, it's free. It's totally free. You guys don't want anything. No, it's free. Free water for you and your family. Okay. And then they drive away and I was like, what? And then, but then there was many, many other people that was like, free, yes! And they'd bring their stuff, their, their canisters, their water buckets, everything. And they were just filling whatever they had in their car. Some people are like, I'll be right back. How long are you guys going to be here? And they'd go home, bring back stuff, and fill more water. They were willing to accept the free gift. There are some people that still, they were filling up water, and they're trying out, like, watching us. Like, okay, now they're going to ask me for something. Now, no, look, she coming over here, no. Okay, I'm going, I'm leaving. It's like, hey, have a nice day. But they were suspicious, and that stuck in my head. It didn't matter that we were trying to give them something for free. They were suspicious. They didn't want it. How are we sometimes? Are we suspicious? I mean, there was people in Jesus' time, they saw him do miracles, and they still doubted. They still were suspicious. They still were like, mm, no, 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 that's okay. It's like, really? Or some people, they feel like, some of us, we feel like we're not worthy to accept the gift as our Lord and Savior. If we don't accept the free gift, he can't help us, right? If people didn't accept the water we were giving, we can't help them. We could fill it up for them. We could bring it for them. But if they don't want to accept it, we can't help them. And it's not because we didn't want to. We tried. It's because they just didn't want to accept it. You know, sometimes we even feel like, what do I have to do to get to heaven? We can't earn salvation. It's a free gift. That's the point. If we could work by doing good deeds to get to heaven, then we wouldn't need Jesus. We wouldn't need the sacrifice. So that's why we say it's a free gift. We ignore the free gift, this precious free gift that our Father wants to give us so that we can be blessed. In John 3, 16 through 17, it says, For God so loved the world that he gave his one and only son, that whoever believes in him shall not perish but have eternal life. And then it goes on. For God did not send his son into the world to condemn the world, but to save the world through him. It's not for us to judge each other. It wasn't for Jesus to come and condemn us. Or even ourselves. It's not even for us to say, ah, I don't know if God would want to give me this free gift. I'm a sinner, and I don't know if I can stop sinning for the rest of my life. Guess what? You're not going to be able to. <laughs> we all make mistakes. We all do things. But let's not ignore the free gift. We're not worthy. That's the point. 
That's why he had to send Jesus. But God sees us as his children whom he loves and he doesn't want to condemn us. So why should we? Why deny yourself this free gift, this free gift of salvation that God so willingly gave? Are we going to be the ones to walk away from water? No, thank you. This free gift of living water in Jesus Christ. For those of us who have accepted his free gift, we also know that it was life-changing. And that is our second point. Salvation is, life, is a life-changing gift. What is the difference between not doing bad or just behaving and truly having Jesus in your heart? Accepting Jesus into your heart will change you because if you're willingly accepting, you're inviting the Holy Spirit and things will happen. The power of the Holy Spirit lives in you now. Things will happen. Things that you see, hear, speak, you'll love better because of the Holy Spirit living in you. When you accept Jesus into your heart and you're willing and you accept him, you'll see different. You'll want different things. You won't be so into self, right? We're different, I hope. <laughs> in Romans 8, 5 through 7, it says, those who live according to the flesh have their minds set on what the flesh desires. But those who live in accordance with the Spirit have their minds set on what the Spirit desires. The mind governed by the flesh is death, but the mind governed by the Spirit is life and peace. The mind governed by the flesh is hostile to God. It does not submit to God's law, nor can it do so. In other words, when you have Jesus in your heart, You'll want to be better, love better, speak better, be better, forgive others, be kinder, even if they're not kind to you, even if they don't pull their weight at work, even if they grumble, even if they, they slander you personally. You'll still be better because you, we know better, right? If we know Jesus, we're supposed to be better. We're supposed to act better. We're supposed to change from within. We can't earn salvation, so we don't do good deeds to go to heaven. We do, do good deeds because we have been saved and because Jesus loves us and because the Spirit of God is living within us. We change What's the difference between knowing about Jesus and letting him into your heart? Okay, let's put it this way. Let's break it down. Simple terms. I pack my husband's lunch. And sometimes he brings it home right away later on that day. Sometimes, however, or a couple of times, this one time I remember specifically, it sat in his truck for three or four days. Yeah, right. Those who wash the dishes, you groaned right there, right? So I'm looking, and he leaves it on the counter. I'm looking at the Tupperware, but it's empty. So I was like, oh, that's not so bad. It's empty. So it must be clean. I opened it. Whoo! <laughs> the smell that came out of that thing was crazy. You could say it's empty. You could say that, oh, you know, there's no... Inside of us, there's no junk, you know, because I, I, I know Jesus, but unless he's inside your heart and he washed you clean and you were clean, cleansed with his sacrifice, his blood, salvation, you accepted all that, you're not 
fully clean. You can be behaving nice on the outside because, you know, you want to behave. But if you have Jesus in your heart, now you're cleansed, washed from the inside out. What is inside will come out. And, you know, you can say, well, you know, the container's not so bad. Okay, so I challenge you, the next time you have something like that, it doesn't look so bad, imagine putting new food in it and then eating from that. Different, right? <laughs> no, 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 it's not clean. Yeah, I'll clean it, I'll clean it. But something can be empty. Something can look clean, but it may not be clean. But we're going to try and, and really let the Holy Spirit in and let the Holy Spirit just do his work you know he's so powerful he's not a meek and mild Holy Spirit he's a powerful Holy Spirit so our third point that we're going to come to is salvation is an eternal gift eternal forever and ever and ever unlike milk or coupons they don't expire now, if you want it, if you accept Jesus into your heart today, today, this very second, your salvation starts today. And will continue through eternity until you die. You know, when I was younger, my, <laughs> my dad used to say to me, you know, if you go to hell, it's for eternity. I mean, I don't know if I was just that, I must have been real naughty yeah, as a kid. Because I was like five when he said this to me. But he used to say, you know, if you go to hell, it's for eternity. It's for forever and ever. It's not for a year. It's not for 10 years. It's for eternity. It's for forever and ever. And I'd be like, holy smokes. Like, oh, okay. So let's switch that up a little. How, how about we switch it up a little and say, if you go to heaven, it's for eternity. Salvation is for forever. When you go to heaven, it's not for a year. It's not for 10 years. It's forever and ever and ever. This world is temporary. So why do we continue in the ways of the world instead of following what would be life eternal? In Romans 6, 21 through 23, what benefit did you reap at that time from the things you are now ashamed of? Anybody have regrets? Just me? Okay. Those things result in death, but now that you have been set free from sin and have become slaves of God, the benefit you reap leads to holiness, and the result is life eternal, eternal life. For the wages of sin is death, but the gift of God is eternal life in Christ Jesus our Lord. Christ Jesus our Lord. We can have done things that we regret. Those well, it seemed like a good time at the moment. And now there are, oh no, what was I thinking? Moments. While living without God guiding us, we can get into some trouble, yeah? Some of us, not all of us, because apparently your parents didn't tell you guys you might go to hell. <laughs> so you guys were good kids. I got it, okay. But my point is, okay, what's my point again? Where was I? Not going to hell, going to heaven. Okay. Following the world, not good. Following God, good. Right? Simple. Simple. But I truly feel blessed from God. You know, last weekend, Thanksgiving weekend, right? We all look back at Thanksgiving and go, thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord, for this. Thank you, Lord, for this person. Thank you, Lord, for my blessings. 
Thank you. Last Thanksgiving weekend, I was blessed to be a part of a wedding. I got to marry a couple, a young, awesome couple. What a blessing. I got to be a part of their beginnings. That was just such a blessing to me. Yesterday, we had two funerals. Two funerals. And I was here to, to witness the love of their loved ones and how much they were loved. You know, when we, when we look at that, you know when you look at somebody's slideshow, right? And you see all the fun, the traveling, the love, the blessings. It's like, man, Lord, thank you. Thank you for all these blessings when we actually take time to look at what our blessings are. So because I, uh, I was at two funerals, you know, you really look at each day as a gift. You know, like, thank you, Lord, for another day. Because we never, ever know. Yeah, we, we don't know. And so because I saw slideshows, I got in the mood to look at what my blessings are. So here are some of my blessings. My husband, my daughter, and my grandkids. You know, when I accepted the free gift of salvation and it started to change me, then I could see all the other gifts that God gave me because I started seeing things differently. My priorities changed. Each day, my family, my friends, them, <laughs> they're my friends too. My friends that have become family, friends that I've lost. And these guys, okay, wait, pause. <laughs> That's Pastor Sheldon on the right. That's our drummer, Keeney, on the left. What are they doing? They're ironing my pants. <laughs> Okay, I got here and I was just, well, this morning when I woke up, I was like, oh my gosh, my pants look way more wrinkled this today than they did yesterday. So I brought my iron. I'm in the back, I'm ironing. And Pastor Sheldon's like, what are you doing? I said, I haven't ironed in years because I buy clothes that don't have to iron. So he's like, move. And then Keeney's like, you need to put a towel underneath. You cannot just put it on the table, cat. And so Keeney goes and grabs a towel and the two of them start ironing my pants. If you had told me 10 years ago that I would be up here speaking and Pastor Sheldon would be ironing my pants, I would not have believed you. I probably would not have come to church after that. I've been like, no, that's all right. That's okay. But anyway, okay. Blessings. And of course, just God's simple artwork. Blessings. God blesses us to appreciate it for God so loved the world that he gave and you know he gave his only son because that's how much he loves us so as much as those gifts from the Lord are my blessings as much as I love those gifts as, as much as I love those people as much as those people love me none can compare to the free gift of Jesus. None can compare to the sacrifice and the free gift of salvation. None can compare to Jesus for this gift is free. The gift of salvation is life-changing and it's eternal. 
it's for eternity. Amen? Amen. All right, so let's pray. Father, thank you. Thank you for this gift, this free gift of salvation, Lord. Thank you for your son, Jesus, who came to die. Lord, if there's somebody here that we've been praying for that is hearing this and says, I want that free gift, I'm ready, I'm willing to accept this free gift right now, right at this moment. I want my salvation to start right now. Let's say a prayer. Let's say a prayer together. We can say it all together. Even if you've said this prayer before to somebody, the new person, let's let's help them along with it, okay? We're going to say, Heavenly Father, thank you for Jesus. Thank you for sending your Son to die for my sins. I believe in you, and I accept you as my Lord and Savior. I accept this free gift. Let it change my life. And thank you for it being for eternity. In Jesus' name I pray. So for those of you who have said that prayer for the first time ever, you can put it in chat. You can raise your hand. You can can say, I did it. You can raise your hand and say, I said that prayer for the first time because I accept this free gift right now, right at this moment. Because it's for you. And tell somebody about it. So Lord, we just ask that you bless this person that said this prayer for the first time. Help them and surround them with the people that will help them seek out who can help them now, who can pray over them. What do do they do next, Lord? Surround them with people and give them the heart to ask, what's what's next? What do I do next? We thank you, Lord. We praise you and thank you for this gift. In your precious name we pray and we all say, amen. Amen. Whoo! Merry Christmas, everyone. It's going to be an awesome season. In fact, we have a couple of announcements. So because it's the Christmas season, we have no Wednesday services on December 22nd and the 29th. Those are Wednesday services we usually have. We're going to actually close the doors because we're getting ready for our Christmas Eve service a couple days later, which is the 24th, a Friday night. There's two services, 5 p.m. and 7 p.m. And then um, we have church that Sunday, the day after Christmas. So we have church on Sunday, the 26th. And then we have... um, no service on the 29th, this Wednesday, because we're getting ready for New Year's Eve candlelight service. That one is only one service. That's at 5 p.m., okay? And then we have New Year's Day, and then we have Sunday service on the 2nd, 7, 8, 30, and 10, like regular, okay? So just a couple of things to announce. Put that in your calendar, because you might forget and show up Wednesday and be like, oh, yeah. I remember her saying something about it. I forget what she said, but yeah. And then tell your friends, if you know that they come to church those days, hey, no more churching on the 22nd and the 29th, okay? All right, so have a great day. God bless you all. We love you. We'll see you uh, Wednesday at 6.30 p.m. or next week, Sunday at 7, 8.30 and 10. God bless you. Bye. Merry Christmas.